Good morning, good evening, or good afternoon, and thanks for downloading this Cartoon Action Hour episode. Captive Souls Episode 3, to be precise. I'm going to keep these opening remarks brief, because I want to get on with the episode. But we do have an announcement that needs to be made. This is Blind Geek, of course. I'm going to be training and getting a guide dog at a guide dog school for the month of March. And before that, I'm going on vacation to spend some time with my parents and my siblings. So, basically, the upshot of it is, from February 18th until April, I'm gone. What this means for Monkeys Took My Jetpack is that we are going on a month and a half hiatus. This is not like Doctor Who, where we say we're going on hiatus and we don't come back for 15 years, or something stupid like that. This is a very controlled absence, so please do not unsubscribe. I know things have been scarce lately. That's going to change. Uh, it's going to change, first of all, I'm going to try and get as much done before I leave as I can. And we are hoping that with a month and a half of absence, we will be rejoining each other with much gaming enthusiasm and real life taking its proper place and not getting in the way of our damn games. So, that's the plan. Unfortunately for you, loyal listeners, that means there's not going to be much happening after February 18th until April. We thought about having somebody else take over the feed, and it was just going to be too much of a pain, so we opted to just do the hiatus thing. Especially since it's been kind of difficult getting together lately anyway. But this gives things a chance to calm down, and uh, think of it as a season break, actually. We really appreciate the fact that you guys listen, and we hope you'll continue to listen despite this lull in activity. Anyway, enough about that. Let's get on with the game. We have Captive Souls Episode 3. As always, Lion Court, otherwise known as Josh, is our GM. Anim 5 is playing Smack Chainmore. And I, Blind Geek, am playing Blade Star. So, without further ado, grab a pup. <laughs> grab a pup. I'm going to guide dog school. I'm leaving that in. Grab a cup, bottle, glass, or can of your favorite beverage. Sit back and relax and enjoy Captive Souls Episode 3! Recording for good or for ill. Depending on how the adventure goes. And I need to open the dice program. Yeah, I will open my dice program in a moment. I'm doing the Skype gaming equivalent of looking at a... You know, where you put a novel you're reading inside the textbook so the teacher doesn't see it <laughs> when she's walking by in class. Of course, since I'm telling you, I'm basically discarding the textbook. As we're waiting to start, I'm downloading a rapid share file. Your analogy is lost on me, as I am of a dim intellect. <clears throat> I feel better now. <laughs> hey, where you been? I haven't seen you on Twitter, like, all week. Um, Twitter and I have a kind of a weird relationship, because a lot of times I just don't really feel like I have anything to say. That's the whole point of Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I went and busted your chops, and you weren't even there. <laughs> Sorry about that, Chief. Well, that's okay. I'll tell you about it. Okay. Yeah. NCAF 1 is starting up. Well, I don't know about starting up. He had a Skype game. I guess it's an RPG he's playing. 
this past weekend. Hmm. And uh, Thursday or Friday or something, he just made a general announcement that he was going to be using Skype to try this RPG thing. And he said, any any suggestions or recommendations or advice or whatever. Oh. So I told him not to let you in the game. <laughs> I gave him specifics. I told him that you smoked foul cigars, that you hogged all the pretzels, and that you danced on the table without provocation. Well, at least you didn't tell him about the striptease. And then I came to my senses and remembered that it was me I was talking about. <laughs> And I was waiting for you to come back with like, yeah, well, yeah, he takes his underwear off and he jumps up and <laughs> whatever. But and nothing. nothing. You, yeah. you weren't even there. Nope, sorry. <laughs> yeah, you didn't uh, need to be on Skype more. The whole thing went off. You mean Twitter more. Of wet fire. Or, that's what I meant, Twitter, yes. Twitter, yes. Well, I think now that I have Fusion, that'll change. Before, whenever I've been using Windows for anything, I... Other than using the website, which I don't like to do, I don't really have a Twitter client for Windows. So now that I can run both at the same time, I won't have that problem anymore. There you are. Keen. All right. Episode number two of Captive Souls. Is everyone ready? Oh, do you want to do anything with your characters from the points that you accumulated last time before we begin? Oh, that's right, because we have five POPs to spend. Indeed. and I think waiting till the end of a season is ridiculous. So we're going to do it well, after each other. I think I know why they've done that, though, and it could come back to bite us in the butt if we're not careful. I think the reason they do that is, well, although then again, you're getting the same amount whether you wait till the end of the season or not. Yeah, to me, I'd rather have it be gradual. Yeah. Yeah, but have you looked at how many POPs they give you for the end of the season? It's like... A season is usually eight episodes. It's one point per adventure completed, and then a few for good role-playing or whatever, things that you did in the course of those that warranted. Uh-huh. So, basically, you've given us about half a, <laughs> about half a <laughs> That's season's all right. worth. That's all right. What I was thinking was the part, reason they probably do it like that is because otherwise characters are going to get really powerful really fast. And this is bad because? Because... I don't know. Yeah, I'll just make the villains better. <laughs> oh, that's true. Yeah. I'll keep the villains two steps ahead of you all the way. Quick and easy balance there. <laughs> um, I was going to do something, too, wasn't I? I, was I think you did, actually. A, I remember you doing the math last time. I've got had... a plus five agility on something, or some kind of aspect that uh, I was going to add and give it, yeah. because I had the one pop left over. Five with more. the five, that gave me six, so I had a base of four on something I wanted to add, and then two more to make it a five. Right. I just don't have anything written down as to what it was I called this thing, whatever the added thing was. Is that ice or dice? Ice. Uh, yes, I see that now, unless you are chomping on your dice. Yeah. <laughs> Ow. Edible dice. <laughs> All right, I'm going to add a trait, trait number six, and I would like to call it, (laughs) what should I call it? I should call it, don't help your friend. (laughs) (laughs) Don't help your friend, you'll kill him. Uh, (laughs) And assisted suicide is illegal in most states. And inside the bubble, it's frowned upon. That's right. No, actually, I think it was going to be some kind of an agility thing for getting the hell out of the way of uh, 
to assist you in avoiding tackling. You can just do tackle. agility if you want. Kind Number of use it as a generalized thing. Yeah, I'm trying to think of a um, an animation cell name for it. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder why they don't call one animation cell an amoeba. Because it doesn't have any mitochondria. Oh, okay. Acetate agility. It has photochondria instead. That's no good. That's a metagame name, acetate agility. That's bullshit. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's what else I was going to do. I was going to put each trait on a separate line so I could find them easier. I would have thought you would have done that to begin with. Yeah, well, that would imply that I would have thought. Ah. Okay, I've got it. Nimbus of nimbleness. (laughs) There you go. Nimbus of nimbleness. Boy, is that going to bite me in the butt when I try saying it fast. (laughs) There we go. Trait number six at level five. And Throop, what are you doing? All right. Well, not feeling nearly as creative as he. I figure I better have some sort of athletics-related uh, trait because that bit me in the butt last time. <laughs> uh, there was a perfect soundbite in there. I don't know. You probably heard it already. But <laughs> it was just a great combination of sentences. My friend, I, I failed. Get off me! <laughs> I completely forgot about it. I nearly wet myself. It was good. Uh, <laughs> Sorry. Go ahead. Uh, like I said, not feeling nearly as creative, so I think I'm just going to call it... Uh, yeah, I'm just going to call it agility. Hell of it. Because you stole Nimbus of Nimbleness already. So. I know, that was right on the tip of your tongue, yeah, too. Yeah, wasn't it? it was. Just tell you. <laughs> oh, well. Laser eyes. Laser eyes. They're watching you. <laughs> Never do that again. <laughs> no, the part you wouldn't want me to do again is where it goes, Laser eyes. And now you know why. Yeah, no Prince wannabes, please. That's not what? <laughs> what kind of an 80s person are you? That's uh, not no, I was, I was joking, because that's sort of the, what you sounded like singing it that way. Not Sacrily. that I thought he did the song. Well, my ears are bleeding. <laughs> <laughs> okay, and I don't remember how much it costs to get... It's one point per point up to four, two points for each point oh. above four. There's no uh, cost for getting the new trait by itself. Not, not, I mean, that first. I, not that I saw in the book. Okay. Well, then uh, I'm going to take it at four. All right. Which leaves you with one point remaining, yes? Yep. Right. Which I really don't have anything to do with, so I'll just keep it and uh, maybe it'll come in handy. Point. Yep. All right. Any other business we need to take care of before the episode begins? Not for me. I don't think so, no. All right. Ah, heroes. Braid, Blade Star. Braid Star. That would be. That's a, my twin sister. <laughs> who we meet in the third season. <laughs> Blade Star. And his companion, Smack Chainmore, our heroes, have uh, learned between episodes. Through uh, careful research and study, that one of the other artifacts of Zim that they are looking for, the helmet of Zim, 
is likely located in the ruined city of Rakil. They have made their way to Rakil and are on the main street of the city as our story commences. All about them, there are broken buildings, glass spires that are largely shattered, the hulks of abandoned... That's a Marvel property. We can't use that. <laughs> the hulks of abandoned... You are a Weisenheimer. <laughs> <laughs> and ancient vehicles lie in the streets. The pavement is broken. Are there any other people around? It's a deserted ruin of a city. You realize that in the entire time we have been venturing forth together in this game, we've met one other person. Yes, and she's here with you. Yes, that would be Shaylee, correct? Yes. All right. And she is uh, traveling with you in search of her mistress, who has joined Valamir Fantra. You stand on the far end of the main street of this ancient and ruined city, way down at the other end of the street, with many buildings between you and it. Uh, you see the ruins of an old castle. Okay, well, since uh, none of the other buildings look nearly as interesting... Uh, How do you know that? Because uh, because I'm the player and I choose. <laughs> <laughs> Why don't you uh, roll a perception roll? <laughs> And let the dice choose. Because I want it, goddammit! That's right. <laughs> Ten, <laughs> baby! Okay, never doing that again either. Um, I don't need hyper-awareness for this, so I guess it's just... Ten. Okay. There are some buildings of, of interest between here and there. One that you're standing uh, near to appears to be an old tavern that is still mostly intact, unlike a lot of the buildings around it. Uh, however, the windows have been broken out, the batwing doors hang on their hinges somewhat askew, and I also need a hyper-awareness rule. See, he's mixing comic book universes now. First we had the hulking buildings, now we've got batwing doors. And we don't have to pay any extra for that. That's right. <laughs> okay, hyper-awareness... You know, that's just irritating. My hyper-awareness total was less than my original perception total. <laughs> and it's supposed to be hyper-aware. Uh, eight. You have the vague impression that you're being watched, but you don't see anyone around. Okay. I should also note that uh, this was supposed to be part of my little intro and I skipped over and it. I, I that cut you, don't, you off. That's okay. Uh, that you don't believe that Valamir knows about the helmet possibly existing in this city, and you think that you are ahead of him. Well, good. It pays to be ahead of your arch nemesis whenever possible. Listen, um, I, I hope we do run into him soon. I need to find my mistress and resume my employment. Yes, yeah, so you keep saying. What form is she in right now? Is she in human form or is she in yeah, human creature from the black? <laughs> human form. That's okay. That's flying creature from the black. Lagoon. Yeah, exactly. So, Shaylee, tell me something. That other thing that you do is that? Do you have to get angry for that to happen, or <laughs> that would be the Hulk? <laughs> <laughs> Do 
Talk about only mixing the, comic book properties. Only the Green Hulk. The Grey Hulk, I think, had... Never mind. He was I can stuck change in- at will to answer your question. Oh. Okay. And I sometimes change when I'm hungry. Oh, okay. He said slightly more uneasy at the prospect of that. Well, it seems to me, you two, that we have two promising choices. There's a tavern over there, which... I'm assuming they can see as well. Yeah, that's within sight, so you pointing at it, they're going to notice it. Okay. Or we have the castle, which is down the road, down the way. Now, the obvious choice, since we're looking for the helmet of Zim, would be the castle, because where else but a castle would you find a helmet of anything? I agree, Blade Star. An artifact of such power would hardly be hidden in a simple tavern. Unless, of course, it is. I was just going to say, unless that's what we are supposed to think. Shaylee? I don't know. I just need to find my mistress. And if you find your mistress, and she orders you to attack one or the both of us, will you do so? She does not answer. You do realize that silence is consensual. She only stares at you. I will simply keep my eyes all the wider for your silence. As the tavern is closer, my friend, shall we uh, check inside and see if we can learn anything? Uh, That sounds like a fair plan. You're going to be passing the tavern on your way to the castle anyway. Well, then we might as well duck in and see what there is to see. Or not see, as the case may be. All right. You walk into the tavern through the bat wing doors that squeak as they move slightly, but still barely hanging off their hinges. Of course they do. They're bat wings. That's, yeah. In the tavern. (laughs) I love doing that to him. You see lots of uh, destruction and uh, mess. The tables have been overturned, but probably centuries ago, there's a thick layer of dust over everything. Looks like centuries ago, there was some sort of a big bar brawl. Behind the counter on a shelf, there are some bottles. Some are broken, some are still closed, full of liquid. Above the shelf that has the uh, bottles on it, there is a mirror that's been broken, and it's mostly completely shattered. A lot of the pieces of it are on the floor, but there's one good sizable piece of uh, mirror still up there. And uh, that is all. Hmm. I'd like to look into the mirror and uh, check out all of our reflections. Specifically, what does Shaylee look like in the mirror? Ooh. You uh, look in the mirror and you see yourself. You see uh, Shaylee, you see uh, Bladestar over there, and nobody looks particularly uh, or, uh, different. It seems to be just an ordinary mirror. I got a metagame type question. Character equipment wise, do we have anything like pouches or carry packs or Not big pockets? You gave something. <laughs> so I'm still carrying that silver spear or whatever in uh, one yeah, hand you, as yeah, I walk along. You've got the silver spear, you've got the shield as well. Wait, are you telling me that in the. They didn't have pockets? They didn't have, yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Well, I, I, I don't care if you carry a bunch of crap around. It doesn't matter to me. Oh, okay. All right. I mean, not, that, not gonna, really I'm not going to penalize you for holding too much, I don't think. Unless, well, it, gets, unless it gets big... completely ridiculously out of hand. Man, you mean I can't take that refrigerator with me wherever I go? Yeah, exactly. Want, That's yes. And this banister from the stairs and this <laughs> yeah. table. And this lamp and this paddle game. 
Um, <laughs> and the, cro- and the crowbar and the inflatable raft and the uh, key that opens the gates of Hades. And 600-foot brick factory chimney. And yeah. No, actually, all I'd like to get hold of and keep with me is uh, a sizable piece of mirror. All right. You, have- you conceited... Man, you. You may call it conceit if you wish, my friend, but I have no desire to use the mirror for its traditional purpose. I have never looked in a glass for love of anything that I saw there. (laughs) Alrighty then. There's a loud thunk behind you. from Shakespeare and nobody noticed him stealing completely from Shakespeare. Sorry, go ahead. There's a loud thunk behind you and turning, you see a huge... And I do mean huge, like five and a half feet long rat that is burying its fangs out of you. Okay, I get out of the way. <laughs> and the shit it rolls. It's between you and the door. Oh, okay. Oh, nice. Fourteen. Wait, Four. how many oomph do we have now? Four? Oomph? I thought we had two, right? Uh, no, I gave you two for the last game, so you have four. Oh, cool. Uh, Sixteen, then. Um, I just rolled a four with the twelve. Uh... So you're eight. And I just spilled water down the front of me. Brilliant. All right. So you're eight. You were, what did you say, Eric? Sixteen? Sixteen. Although, yeah, I'm not going to double it for an initiative. Computer, why keep, do the twelves when it matters, not for something like initiative, please? <laughs> All right. First up is Bladestar. Okay. It's burying its fangs at us. And hissing. Okay, I'm going to jump up on a pile of rubble. There's no rubble in the tavern. However, you could jump up on the bar. That would probably be the closest thing that you could do in here. Okay, then I'll jump up on the bar. All right, that would be an agility roll then. Okay. 14. All right, you've jumped up on the bar. We need to find a way to put a dice rolling sound effect in this program or something and then find a way to port that onto Skype. Because it's just not right. There's no clattering of dice. Alright. The rat is going next. The rat attacks Shaylee. And Shaylee tries to duck out of the way, but is unsuccessful. The rat bites her with its fangs, and she turns to stone. Oh, lovely. And I shout down at her, You idiot! If you could change it, Will! Why didn't you change into that clogged thing? Smack is up. I would like to wrap the electric chain of justice around its nasty little rodent head. <laughs> All right. Go for it. And I rolled a six plus. Where's my electric chain of justice? I have it up on my screen. Why am I looking in this notebook? Seven. Six and seven. Thirteen. All right. You uh, wrap the chain around the rodent's head. And crush it. The it deserves nothing less. Rat's eyeballs pop out of its crushed skull and roll across the floor. Bits of bone and brain uh, splattered across the stone ah. feet of Shaley. The parents are going to love this shot right here. <laughs> that'll, that'll sell the Pop-Tarts. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, well, uh, Eric can tell you I have, I have a knack for uh, gruesome descriptions from time to time. Accept the consequences of your evil, furry fiend. 
That was right out of an eating perhaps show. If we, yep. Perhaps if we scoop its brains out and smear it all over Shaylee, she will stop being stoned. <laughs> well, I can see what kind of episode this is going to be. Why not? Let's do it. Let's well, it go brain tan leather. <laughs> when you want a good snack, have some jello pudding. Mmm, <laughs> frozen rat brains. No. <laughs> Smearing uh, the rat brains across Shaylee's stone figure has no effect. <laughs> but she will be very happy when she uh, returns to normal and finds that she can smell decaying brain. Well, this gets better and better all the time, doesn't it? Yeah. Uh, it- <laughs> I was thinking of leather. I apologize. <laughs> well, do we really want to? I mean, she's kind of annoying. Well, she's annoying, and she is a potential threat. So, but if there are enemies among us three, in between us and our goal, she may have come in handy. Well, she is also not to blame for the curse or bond is placed upon her to serve this evil fantra. And on top of everything else, if she, as stone, is light enough, we could use her as a heck of a good weapon. That's true, of course. She could be used quite readily to open doors. I was thinking more of as a blackjack, but uh, yeah, that too. And to cross very small streams. <laughs> yeah. Uh, wow. If this, if this is a... <laughs> I like the crossing streams part. That's a great visual. (laughs) If this is a if this is a solid uh, stone woman, this is a considerably heavy item to be hauling around looking for this element. Yeah, I think that would probably fall into the refrigerator category. Yeah. Well, my friend, I believe we have two quests at hand. First and foremost, to find the helmet of Zim, and second to find some form of cure for the unfortunate Shaylee. I don't know. I think she kind of adds to the decor. At all events, and at the very least, she will be safe here. Not much I can think of can harm her in her present state. (laughs) Yeah, considering she's a rock. You know, when I said, Shaylee, that I thought you had emerald eyes, I didn't quite mean it so (laughs) literally. Wow. (laughs) Bladestar, you should not place your hands there. <laughs> I, I was I wondering about that with the rat brains, but I realize you're trying to remove the rat brains that didn't work, but really, she may remember. Let us proceed. I'm satisfied we can do no further here. Yeah, unless I mean, you wish to search some more. No, there may be more uh furry well wait, how big was this he can't be that big because we didn't see him when we came in. So He's huge by rat standards, but he's not like... Well, I said he was about five and a half feet long. Right. Long, yes, but not tall. I mean, he's not splinter-sized or anything. He does not stand upright like a human, no. Okay. I must pause one moment, though, and try one last thing. I hold the big piece of mirror that I took from behind the bar up in front of Shaylee so she can see her face if she can see anything. The mirror reflects the stone face of Shaylee, but nothing else happens. I was going to say, how would you know if she could see it or not? I wouldn't. I just thought it was worth a try. (laughs) All right. I still think our best bet lay... See, if we had done what I wanted to do and gone to the castle in the first (laughs) place... No, I'm just kidding. Good. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Let's uh, make like a stone baby and rock on out of here. That was awful, my friend. But I agree. Let's proceed. (laughs) All right. (laughs) 
It's very strange. Um, <laughs> we're very, moving down the, the main street here. Once again, we uh, both have the feeling that you're being watched. And there's no one around. There's no shadow or anything to indicate. Roll another hyper-awareness roll. 14. There's a crow perched atop the buildings above your head. There are uh, the remains of long-dead people, skeletons, on the uh, road, wearing the uh, rotting and decaying clothing. But how do we know they're really dead? I would cultivate an awareness of danger, Bladestar. There are eyes upon us. Yes, I, I, <laughs> I keep drifting into talking like him. Yes, I sense that too, old friend. <laughs> Bone brain. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I. Yeah, I felt that too. Um, but I can't see anything. Blade At least Star nothing... is enjoying a healthy snack. Yeah, sorry about that. <laughs> <laughs> and you too can, because our cartoon is sponsored by Yummy Gummies. Okay, I'm not going to eat anymore because I realize that it's making a lot of noise. Okay, I thought I could get away with it, but I can't. Well, I had a whole peanut butter sandwich during one of the gutter scraps. <laughs> that was you. Like I knew some. I was like, who is eating on the microphone? Well, we hadn't actually started yet, so oh. it was okay. Okay. Then it's not what I was thinking of. Somebody on one of the games is chowing down, and it's rather audible. It's kind of funny. Kind of like this was right now. Anyway, getting back to the... Yes, we have wandered onto the set of The Stand. <laughs> Flag is up at the top of the building there. Wait, no, it's just a crow. Or is it? Dun, dun, dun. One of the greatest books ever written. I wonder if this helmet of Zim is maybe an invisibility helmet of some sort. Well, then it would have an added power in addition to the ones already mentioned about these items. Yes, and you have a better memory than I, because I cannot remember what the actual powers were that were mentioned for the... If the three items are united, they uh, allow movement between the worlds of That's the right. solar system. Yes. Which is why we're after them in the first place. Add an ominous echo to what he just said. Well, okay. <laughs> Which, which is why we wanted them, them in the first place, 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 place. Crack of thunder. I think we should just keep heading toward the uh, castle. All right, you walk down the street. You continue to feel like you're being watched. When you get toward the end of the street, your way is uh, somewhat hampered by a large truck-like vehicle that has been parked sideways, apparently trying to block anyone from getting down the street to the castle. There is a uh, a skeleton sitting in the driver's seat. It appears to have been dead for quite some time. Many, 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 many centuries. How many? Many, many, many centuries. As opposed to many, 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 many centuries? More than three. Okay. More than three minis. (laughs) It's possible the driver is dead. (laughs) (laughs) And this is why I keep you around, because you're astute like that. Well, not taking anything for granted, I walk up to the truck. Is the door of the truck 
open or are we looking at it through the window You're of the truck? Looking at it through the windows. The door is closed. I open the door. As you open the door, the skeleton falls out onto the ground at your feet. <laughs> well, and, I think he's dead. <laughs> and a crystal eyeball falls out of its socket and rolls towards Smack. I'll be gobsmacked, Smack. <laughs> Look at that. I've been waiting for three episodes to say that now. <laughs> You've been saving that up, have you? I am. I'm a good boy, I am. It's Matt Chainmore takes half a step back and leans over to peer closely at the crystal. It appears to be a uh, very uh, symmetrical, very round crystal orb the size of an eyeball. If he doesn't pick it up, I will. <laughs> well, I I have no objection to you taking possession of this item. It's very curious looking, and I don't know that it should have fallen out of a dead person's head. <laughs> <laughs> There's a sentence you don't hear every day. All right. <laughs> All right, look, I was chewing on candy. Now you're munching ice. I know, it's the last piece. <laughs> Your candy will keep my eyes will melt. <laughs> All right, so you're picking it up? Yep. Or okay, hyper-awareness. Yeah. It's only fair. He should have something. I got the spear, the shield, a piece of mirror. <laughs> Eleven. And I have an eyeball. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> well, I hope that's what you got. <laughs> yeah. I hope I didn't help you again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You uh, notice that the sunlight reflects greatly from this crystal orb. Oh, wow, look. The sunlight reflects... What? (laughs) It reflects greatly from the orb. I'm not even sure what that means. It's very intensely reflected by the orb. Makes it really bright and shiny. Now, why would I need hyper-awareness to notice that? (laughs) Uh, it's bright and shiny. It's saying, here, look at me, look at me. Fair point, fair point, fair point. Move on. <laughs> That's interesting. It reflects sunlight. Perhaps we can use this to aid our sometime friend, Shaylee. Maybe we can reflect it in her eyes and... At least in through the front of the tavern at her stone figure. There you go. I'll go and rip the bat-wing doors off of their hinges. <laughs> I'm going to run back to the tavern and haul those swing doors off of their hinges and step back. And I'm following him. Okay. Otherwise, this would be kind of pointless. Because <laughs> I have the eye. All right. <laughs> Batwing doors are ripped off. I'm not going to make you. They're barely hanging on the hinges as it is, so they just basically crumble. He makes me roll to see bright sunlight, but you don't have to roll to break <laughs> off some doors. Yeah, but Favor- he already said. Favoritism, I think. <laughs> yeah. They're in bad shape. They've been hanging there on the rusted hinges for a thousand Uh-oh. years. I think I... Uh, hang on a second. Did I accidentally answer the phone? Hello? I didn't call you because I was already talking oh, to you. okay. I did it right. A lot of times, it, my cell phone, if I hit the wrong key, I accidentally pick up the phone rather than shunt it to voicemail. Ah, that explains many a time I have called you. <laughs> and you answer it, and I sit there and listen to a conversation you're having with someone else. Yes. You realize that's happened probably about four or five times in the last month or so. That's why I thought it might have happened now, and I was going to explain why I had 
Yes, but as a result, Josh has some very valuable and embarrassing information. <laughs> and if he was into blackmail, that would be quite he'll bad. bide his time. <laughs> All right, you have ripped the doors off the hinges. Now, okay, I rush forward with the eye of whatever the hell this is. The eye of the eye of truck. The eye of truck. That works. See if you can direct a magnificently powerful sun's rays at the stone figure of Shaylee inside. What he said. Yes, you do, and nothing really much happens except that it illuminates her stone features quite nicely. Has it occurred to you, Smack, that... <laughs> she speaks! <laughs> Sorry, that was my voicemail tone. Um, Has it occurred to you that we should dance around like the village people? <laughs> Thanks for the visual. Oh god. I do not do I do no such thing. I just holler into the tavern. Good gracious woman, if you'll do nothing to help yourself, why should we bother? Because you're macho men. You know (laughs) I'm oh god. Uh, Has it it occurred to you that we are accumulating a lot of uh, really useless crap on this quest, Smack? Between the little spear and the... uh, We did find a use for the cross, so that doesn't count. And now we have a stone statue and an eyeball. I imagine the usefulness of these items will be revealed to us. All will be unfolded in time. How big is the uh, eyeball? It's about the size of an eyeball. Okay. I walk up to the stone statue of Shaylee and shove the uh, thing in her stone nostril. It is much too big to fit in. That's what I was trying to find out. Okay. (laughs) She has one hell of a nose, (laughs) in which case I recommend plastic surgery. I opt for abandoning our attempts to de-stonify Shaylee and proceed, as you suggested, toward the castle. Here, here. She's been a nuisance anyway. A potential threat indeed. Perhaps when all this is over, we can restore her to her fleshy self. And then she can start harping on about her mistress again. (sighs) Okay. All right. So you uh, walk back down the street once again. uh, You're back at the truck. And once again, I'm getting the feeling, just like in last week's episode, that I get the feeling Josh is banging his head against the desk going, Good God, you guys, do I need to hit you over the head with a Mack truck? Oh, wait, there is one right here. (laughs) I would like to check the contents of the truck. Is it an enclosed box with doors in the back, or is it an open flatbed? And is it a V6 or a V8 engine? (laughs) It's got an open uh, bed in the back. And can I see what the contents were or might have been or are now? Not really. It's just a bunch of decaying crap. Then, um, In some cases, literally, there's birds have been by. (laughs) Can, Can we move past the truck without great difficulty? You cannot. Then uh, I would like to attempt... Oh, dear. If it's been centuries since this thing has moved, I doubt very much that I'll even be able to hotwire it with the electric chain of justice. Yeah, but wouldn't it be fun to try? I do so. (laughs) I wrap the electric chain of justice, nothing Nothing happens. Nothing's going to happen. Just telling you. (laughs) Okay. Uh, (laughs) All you succeed in doing is creating uh, a bit of smoke. From the uh, old decaying uh, 
wiring of said truck. Let's just recap what we have going on here. On one hand, we have a tavern with nothing in it except a bunch of crap and a rat who turned Shaylee to stone, and now she's in there. Or here, we have a truck with a bunch of crap, with a skeleton with a crystal eye, which no longer seems to be in his position. <laughs> you didn't leave it shoved up her... No- oh, wait a minute, you couldn't No, I did not. So I you couldn't still have it, it on you. Yes, I do. You still have it on you. Yes, good. Okay. Yes. We could probably come up with a whole bunch of little useless crap if we start going through the pockets of the dead. Well, but I, yeah, I, I'm trying to think where this is going. We're probably concentrating too much on the minutiae and should just go for the big stuff, like hauling the truck out of the way with the chain of justice or stomping on the ground to make a fall <laughs> or a chasm or something to get past it. Well, it's a truck, and, I mean, some of the Knights of Shenzi have super strength, and I am very studly in many other ways, but not that particular one. I'm going Wait to a minute, to... though. You mm-hmm. have those stomp crack. What is it? Boots, Boots of ground stomping. Yeah, ground we're cracking. Listening sorry. to a word he just said because you just suggested that like two seconds ago. Well, I'll roll to do that first. Actually, you have the chain of justice and the stomp cracking. Chain of justice and yeah, boots I, I, of I heard cracking. him. I'm sorry, I heard him mention this chain of justice. I hadn't. I missed the stomping. Well, I'm just I'm giving you credit. The consequences were dire indeed the last time I used this power, my friend. I suggest you step way back. I comply. (laughs) And seven and seven is 14. Because I stomp as hard on the ground as I can toward the direction of the truck, attempting to open a chasm beneath it. All right. uh, You stomp on the ground, and uh, you don't manage to crack the ground. However, your stomping causes the truck, which is on its last legs anyway, to sort of fall apart. (laughs) There's just a big heap of metal in uh, front of you. The truck is more or less disintegrating in a pile of rust and uh, decaying fabric and rubber. I'm going to take the horn. Good. (laughs) (laughs) You're going to what? I missed it. I'm going to take the horn. Knights of Shenzhen and pack rats. (laughs) (laughs) You never know when a horn's going to come in handy. Uh, Yeah, you can't can't find it amidst the uh, decaying mess. Well, I think we can get past the truck now. Yes, luck is with us, Bladestar. Our (laughs) impassable obstacle is no longer quite as impassable. That's right. All right, you guys are going to clamber your way over it. I would like both your, uh, what is it, agility for Blade Star, nimbleness of Nimbus, 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 whatever the hell it is, for uh See, to double N. <laughs> Eleven double for N. me. Uh, seven. All right, yeah, you guys uh, managed to climb your way over the uh, truck, and you are now on the other side, facing the castle. <laughs> Welcome, <laughs> foolish mortals. <laughs> uh, okay, uh, um, do we have uh, do we have a moat, poor colors, drawbridge, arch? What are we looking at? I swear to God, Josh, if you say it has a jawbridge, I'm going to deck you. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, the uh, castle has double doors at the front, which stand open at the top of a flight of flagstone stairs. That does not. Does it bear any resemblance whatsoever to a gray skull? No. Thank you, God. Okay. <laughs> I'm trying deliberately to uh, stay out of any specific <laughs> '80s cartoons. 
Okay, then let's enter the castle and see what kind of mischief we can get into. Indeed. <clears throat> you, you enter the castle through the entranceway, which is a small hall that leads out to a wide-open courtyard. Some old dead oak trees and uh, such are around its perimeter, and their branches bare and uh, such. The um, courtyard is broken in half by a, a large ravine, chasm, that has been created in the middle of the ground, separating you from on one side. It's really too bad we didn't bring Shaylee with us, because she'd come in really handy right about now. <laughs> I was now. about to ask, is it wider than Shaylee? <laughs> it is far wider, yes. And, uh, <laughs> that, would, that would not have worked. Nice idea. And you know what's funny is when you mentioned the stream thing earlier, that was the first thing I thought of was this section. <laughs> the I, I would love to have seen how we managed to tote her from, from the tavern all the way down here. Over the truck. Over the truck. <laughs> Uh, anyway, so uh, the uh, chasm seems to be many hundreds of feet deep and uh, has some scorch marks and things. Looks like it was perhaps hit by a laser or something in the far distant past when this city was first ravaged by Valamir when it once had a population. Yes, we seem to uh, really find the dead spots of Zim to hang out. Great violence and destruction scar this place. Well, when Velomir's around, that's pretty much what you get. And I think you should be really impressed that I managed to say his name right just now. I am, yes. Thank you. Uh, there's no getting around this thing unless that spear happens to be a spear of flight, which I don't know how we would find out without either killing ourselves or losing the spear. If I impel myself on the spear, do I float in the air? (laughs) Wait, 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 wait. Is there a piece of rock or anything on the ground that I can pick up? Nope. Oh, you mean like a small piece? Yeah. Like, oh, okay, yeah, yeah, there's small bits of debris and things. Okay. I, I was thinking like a big boulder in the night. No, 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 no. I, I, I just that's want, not really what you were asking. Yes, yes. I just want to make sure we're not in the middle of Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade. So uh, I pick up an inconsequential piece of debris and I... A small rock, yes. Yes, I chuck it into the ravine. The and as it were. Yes. It falls and falls. Okay. And falls. Okay, that's what I wanted to... And falls. Okay, I, I get the point. And falls. Enough! I get the point! It's deep. Yeah. What is on the other side of the chasm, opposite uh, us? You see a large archway leading into the rest of the castle. There are no oak trees on that side, then. Only on your side, yes. Oh, there we go. He's coming up with all the good ideas today. Well, a good idea would have been an oak tree on the opposite side that I could have grabbed with the chain, but no such luck. Well, no, but we can... Build a bridge. <laughs> yeah. We can knock one down. Well, that's assuming that the chasm is that narrow. I don't know, is it? Well, it, it's not that the chasm is narrow. It's that the trees are tall. So, yes, that would be a reasonable there you go. See, course of action. That's where I was going. And then we'll just have to do a... Well, you're the Nimbits of Nim... Nim... What? It? Nimbit? The... Okay, well, first... Nimbus. Yes, how Nimbus do you... of nimbleness. You should have no... Tr- wow. What no trouble... Say? <laughs> crossing that narrow of a bridge and even if you do we can always put two oak trees down or three the only problem is well you have your chain how strong is that how strong is the chain of justice i think we're about to find out <laughs> let's uh let's roll what am i rolling for i am rolling to haul down one of the trees across the chasm 
Yes, a chain of justice roll will suffice. <sighs> will a ten do it? A ten will not do it. The uh, trunk of the oak tree is rather thick, and you are unable to just haul it down. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to regret this, but I'm going to do it anyway. I have my wonderful cyber arm, which once per episode, I reveal a gadget, which has been installed in said cyber arm. Yes. So, with a flourish and a whirring sound, a chainsaw. <laughs> well, you do have to roll for this. My yes, I know. <laughs> It's going to be great. Roll well. Well, I may have to use an oomph or two. Thirteen. Yes! Yes, you have succeeded in transforming your cybernetic arm into a chainsaw. The chainsaw of justice. (laughs) (laughs) At last my arm is complete again. (laughs) I say, well, where the chain of justice may have failed, my friend. (laughs) The chainsaw of justice may succeed. Alright. That would be the chainsaw. That wasn't him clearing his throat or anything like that. Uh, okay. <laughs> I feel lumbered by the irony. Oh! Alright. I'm thinking agility, unless you have something more creative to do, because you, you're going to need to cut it down and make sure it falls down across the chasm. Which would uh, take well, some finagling. So I'm thinking agility, unless you have something else that you'd like to... Uh, uh, not really. The stuff ass- that might would be a bit of a stretch. Can I assist with an additional attempt with the chain, or... or uh- yeah, uh, well, yeah, well, I'll give you guys two options. You can pull on it while he's cutting it, or you could cut it part way, and then you can try to pull it down once the uh, trunk has been partially cut through. So I'll let you guys decide what you want to do. Working what? together, that's the uh, cartoon 80s way. <laughs> Whichever well, yes, way you decide will depend on what I'm going to have you roll. Or you can just cut it down and use your agility to try to make it fall across the cabin and not work together. Your choice. Tell me what you want to do. I think we should work together. Then I will attempt to pull it toward the chasm so that it uh, falls over, forming the bridge as he cuts through it. All right. Uh, well, you're cutting through. Blade Star is a given because you have the chainsaw. It doesn't really take any brain power or anything else <laughs> for that matter. So, uh, yeah, roll me a chain of justice. Sadly, I rolled a one. <laughs> God, God. Oh, hell. This should be the lesson learned for today. Never cooperate. <laughs> <laughs> Never right. stand under a falling tree. You, uh... yeah, that's true. He pulls it down on himself. <laughs> now, remember, there's more than one, so you guys can have another shot at this, but... Uh... Blade Star uh, begins cutting through the tree. Uh, the chain of justice is wrapped around the tree by Smack, who begins hauling it down. It falls down sideways and falls to the bottom of the chasm with a loud crash. <laughs> well, if we do that enough times, then we can just step across the chasm. <laughs> yeah! Uh, there's, there's not enough trees to, uh, to, to do that that way, but... You guys like to give this another go? One of the other trees. Yes. Have you got a very long rope? <laughs> 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 
Actually, I'm assuming that I let go of the trunk as it was falling. Oh, yes, uh, you did. I, I, I'm giving that as a given as well. Was that like an intentional Freakazoid reference or just a coincidence? It would have to be a coincidence. Oh, okay. I was just curious. If you haven't seen that show, you should. It's very funny. Okay. Trying. I'm willing to try again. All right. So give me another chain of justice roll. Twelve. Nice. The tree falls neatly across the chasm, forming a bridge from your side to the other side. Dun, dun, dun. And that, kids, is what teamwork is all about. If at first you don't succeed... Just... Give up and hire a professional. <laughs> <laughs> well, Smack, since this is a potential fall which could basically send you hurtling down and splattering to one's death on the jagged ruins and rocks below. Not to mention I half think, a tree. And half a tree. I think as a knight of Shinzi, that it is my uh, honor to suggest Shinsine. you go first. Shinseen. Shinseen. <laughs> I got Velmir. Wait, what is it? Yes, you got I got Velmir right. right. Leave me alone. I will gladly test the integrity of this makeshift bridge. I proceed across. Do I need to roll that Nimbus thing? You do. And uh, I would would say our heroes should be very grateful this week that their life and death situations are not dependent upon their ability to speak. (laughs) (laughs) Just thought I'd mention that. That's that's every week. What are you talking about? <laughs> Particularly true this week. <laughs> All right, that's uh, here we go. Nimbus of nimbleness, uh, eight and thirteen. Do I die? You don't. You uh, make your way across the tree and pause at the other side to wait for Blade Star. That fits in with my plans. Okay. I, however, rolled a nine. <laughs> If he falls, I would like to roll a chain of justice roll to grab him before he plummets. You uh, you just barely make it across the bridge that you have constructed. It's <laughs> good. Yes, I, I, I rolled another I'm one. I I'm glad I didn't roll a one there. I could totally see him losing his balance, falling, yeah. cutting through the rest of the tree with the chainsaw, and yeah, and then me rolling in a one. Because he tries to hold on to the thing, forgetting his arm is a big giant. Or has a big giant chainsaw sticking out of it. I'll help you, Blade Star. Whack. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> All right. Do you have made it across the chasm? Chainsaw sold separately. I'd say you guys are not quite as inept as last time. <laughs> Thank you. I think. <laughs> the adventure progresses well, my friend. Let us proceed inside the castle. What was you almost went into Cisco Kid mode there, my friend? Where Please, is- thank. You might give me a hard time ever since I come in here. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. Shades of Steam Bath by Bruce J. Friedman. (laughs) (laughs) But you said there was an archway. Does it have doors in it? It does not. It's an open archway. Is it a golden archway by any chance? What? Nothing. (laughs) It's an open archway. You, no, uh, I said, is it a golden archway by any chance? Uh, it is not. Oh, okay. Are you hungry? Yes. Uh, all right. Uh, as you approach the archway, however... Good at, at, I'm sorry. 
Right, <laughs> good dead rat. We left it back there. <laughs> I am tame, sir. Pronounce. As you approach the archway, I just three. felt like interrupting you one more time. <laughs> <laughs> three skeletons dressed as royal guards step to block your way. They are holding swords. Then by cracky, so am I. Roll initiative rules, please. Eleven. Danger, danger at every turn. Uh, I rolled a three on the die, and it was four for oomph. So seven total. All right. It is uh, Blade Star first. Actually, I don't even know if I need to use the sword. I just extend it, and I uh, say, let us pass. <laughs> That's not flying. Skeletons are on the attack. Is that really what you want to waste your... Yeah, I'm going to give you a shot here. Is that really what you want to take your time doing, or do you want to be on the offensive while you have the chance? I thought they were just standing there with the swords. I didn't realize yeah, they, they were... The initiative roll was meant to imply. Well, you can't imply anything with me. I'm an idiot. Okay, anyway. <laughs> All right, yes. They, they are on the <laughs> offensive. Okay, then I will attack one of them. All right, with, uh, what, Fierce Fighter, or, uh, what are you gonna, or I don't know why I just extended the sword. I've got a friggin' chainsaw right here, but, oh, well, I already did it. I was thinking that myself. You can do pretty damn good work with that chainsaw, those suckers. <laughs> yeah, but I do much better with the sword. Okie doke. But, what, uh, what are you rolling? Your sword thing, right? Yeah. Right. Roll. The skeletons are attempting to dodge the attack that you are about to launch upon them. And they do so with a Scottish brogue. Now that would um, be that they, they dodge the attack that you're about to launch upon them. No, it really wouldn't. No, it really wouldn't, because I'm not doing it very well. There we go, it's getting <laughs> a bit better. Oh, 11. All right, uh, you managed to uh, decapitate one of the skeletons, which falls in a bony heap. There are still two left, however. One of which now attacks Blade Star. You want to join your friend, Bone Face? <laughs> what will you do? What will I do? I'm going to <laughs> dodge the the skeleton. So you're going to do that with an agility roll, I'm assuming. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> we have suddenly turned on the Spanish track of the DVD for Captive Souls. Not me. Yeah, this is the only DVD where the Spanish track is not an actual Spanish track. It's just having the characters speak with a Spanish accent. Somebody needs to do that. Uh, like have a French track. Nuclear vessels. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, uh, roll your dodge. Uh, roll your dodge, which is not something I recommend if you're driving. Yeah, yeah, oh, God. Well, we already... There we, is no mercy in this show. <laughs> We already blew a dodge, so, you know, now we're just... Okay, I rolled eight. One of the skeletons slashes at you and just barely misses. You manage to duck out of the way, receiving a close shave as the sword swings past your face. I wanted to get rid of that mustache anyway. However, it's only got rid of it on one side. Well, that gives me an excuse to turn the other cheek next round. (laughs) That was horrible. <laughs> the other one is now attacking Smack. Great, gruesome bone sticks. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
The last one of you standing I'm going to take for swimming lessons. All right, are you going to dodge the attack? I'm going to roll Nimbus and... Ooh, natural 12. Plus uh, 5, 17. Nice. <laughs> it actually is plus 10 because you rolled a natural 12. Oh, it uh, doubles the other one. When, yeah. 22. 22. All right, uh, <laughs> and it's a 12 on top of that, which means something good can happen as well. You uh, step aside as the skeleton flies past you, swinging its sword wildly, and tumbles into the chasm that is at your back. Momentum can sometimes be our friend. (laughs) (laughs) All right, and Smack, you're up. Uh, Then there is one remaining skeleton. uh, uh, Right. I'm going to rush it and bash it with the shield. All right, what would you be... I'd be rolling, I think, on Nimbus again. Nimbus of nimbleness. Because I don't think I have anything comparable in that trait list. Uh, I don't think so. So that works. All right. Uh, and he rolls a two plus seven. And uh, uh, out, of, out of interest, the skeleton rolled a one. <laughs> ah. So you bash the skeleton over the head with the shield of Zim, which crushes its skull, and it falls into a bony heap on top of the remains of its compadre. Disappointment. No swimming lessons for you. <laughs> you guys made short work of the yes, we did. skeleton. <clears throat> well, we are knights of Shinsin. That's right. That you are. Excellent. Excellent. All right, so we pass. I think we're getting closer to our goal, friend. It's being protected well. I see that. All right, you pass through the archway, which leads you into a large chamber made up of the stone walls. There is a circular hole cut into the ceiling, letting in sunlight. On one wall, there is a large door with a circular glass disc set into it, which looks a bit like a lens. It's kind of a concave like that. That's about six inches across. On one wall, there is a discoloration in the stone, as if perhaps something once had been hanging on the wall. In a corner, there is a large stone coffin that is currently closed. It has the portrait of a man painted on its top. In the center of the room, on the floor, carved into the stone... Of the house that Jack built. Of the floor. (laughs) There is a stone skull. This is a carved stone skull flush with the floor? Well, it's carved as part of the floor. It looks almost like it's sitting on top of the floor, but it's part of the same stone that the floor is. cannot be picked up, in other words. Ah, okay. Is the skull facing the door? It's facing one of the corners of the room. The wall that is sort of to its left side has the door on it. (laughs) And uh, the section of wall with the discoloration, is that opposite the door? No, that is the wall that's connected to the other wall that the door is in. It is to the skull's right side. Okay. How odd. I think your furry friend has some suggestions as to what we should do. Are you hearing that dog whine? <laughs> <laughs> she hasn't had Rhode Island fed to her today. Or she just wants to play the game along with us. <laughs> I mean, hell, every 80s cartoon, the heroes do have a dog sidekick. Or a sidekick of some kind. 
It behaves in much the same way I did last episode. <laughs> Helping them to death. Uh, okay. I'm going to yawn. And then I'm going to take the uh, crystal eyeball out of my uh, whatever passes for a pocket. Oh, I, I retract my sword, by the way. <laughs> Be yeah, before you reach into your pocket. <laughs> before you go be... fishing around in your pocket. <laughs> yeah, well, it's either that or one arm is a sword, the other arm is a chainsaw. So uh, Actually, yeah. it's both out of the same arm. you got to have both going. Well, that's right. It. I keep forgetting that. I, it's my character, and I keep forgetting that fact. Yeah, I'm not even going to try and think about the logistics of that one. You said there's some sun showing through in the spot where the lens is? There's some sunlight coming into the room, which is making it possible for you to see out of the circular hole cut in the ceiling. Okay, I put the crystal eye in the ceiling hole. That just sounds weird. The hole in the ceiling is like two feet across. It's much too large. And you wouldn't be able to reach it anyway. Okay. Then I put the crystal on the lens, or near the lens. Try to reflect the sunlight... And cause, I don't know what to happen, to cause um, the beam to shine on the location of the Lost Ark of the Covenant. No, not, <laughs> n- not, uh, nothing happens. Okay. I feel like a Infocom game. Nothing happens. This actually reminds me of an Infocom game. I'm not sure if that's I a can't. compliment or not, but okay. <laughs> I can't use those two things together. I don't know the word, damn it. <clears throat> Uh, Smack Chainmore would like to take a closer look at the carved stone skull in the floor, particularly the eye sockets. All right, roll a uh, perception roll. I don't think you have anything that counts as perception, but... Uh, no. <laughs> just roll. He's talking about your character, Adam. Relax. Good. <laughs> and it ended up on a two. Uh, yeah, you... you look, uh, someone's buried alive in the floor. <laughs> you don't notice anything in particular. Uh, the skull looks like any other stone skull that you might find in any other abandoned old castle carved out of the stone floor. The eye sockets look like, well, eye sockets. However, it is an eye socket, and this was an eyeball at one time, so I think I'm going to go over there and put the crystal into the eye socket of the skull. I hesitate because I'm wondering if that means there is another one somewhere that we missed. The eyeball fits into the right socket, but not the left. So you press it into the right eye socket. The light coming in from the ceiling bounces perfectly off of the crystal eyeball and hits the discoloration in the wall to the skull's right-hand side. Something was hanging there. Something that isn't there now. I suspect that since light is involved, it might have been a mirror. I also suspect that something bad will happen if I put a mirror there. <laughs> My deductive reasoning springs from the fact that there is a sarcophagus of some kind in the corner over there. I don't wish to place the mirror just yet, assuming yes. that that will do anything, which I don't know. Because but the I last like... time we encountered a sarcophagus, it went so well for us. Indeed. <laughs> I would like to examine the sarcophagus and perhaps open it ahead of time, getting ready to... Uh, Run. Sorry, that's gamer talk for... I'm scared. <laughs> getting ready to uh, do something awful to whatever's inside, assuming I could get it open. What kind of I, night are you? 
Come on, man. I would like to tap and examine the sarcophagus in the corner. Go ahead and roll a uh, perception roll. Three. Oh, it's that die again. <laughs> I rolled a three. I can tell that it's a shape. Yes, it's uh, well, it's a coffin. <laughs> yeah, it's a coffin with the the painted. Uh, yeah, it's everything I said before. Nothing new. Mm. Is there any possibility I can just wrap my chain around this thing, or should I just stop being such a wuss? <laughs> just open the damn sarcophagus. <laughs> All right, I would attempt to open the sarcophagus. The lid moves very slightly when you make the attempt, but it appears to be locked and will not open. Oh, the hell it won't. What's well, it made out of, stone or wood? Made out of stone, yes. Oh, okay, never mind. I suspect, my friend, that we could bypass difficulties by placing something very reflective on the wall where the light is hitting it. I'm going to take that piece of mirror that I brought from the tavern and stick it where that discoloration on the wall is. Unless Star thinks that's a bad idea. <laughs> <laughs> nope, I think... If we're going to rush in where angels fear to tread, to coin a phrase from Reggie Forthright, then I think we should do it. All right. This they now do. <laughs> You're speaking of yourself in the third person, which is not a good sign. Uh, old-time radio talk. Uh, there you go. Yes. The sunlight coming in through the circular hole in the ceiling comes down, hits the crystal eyeball in the skull, which reflects to the mirror on the wall. It bounces off the mirror, hits the lens that's in the door. That the... swallowed the cat that ate the spider that <laughs> swallowed the fly. I knew you weren't going to let him finish. I knew it. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> because I, of course, have never interrupted in my life. As the light hits the lens <laughs> uh, that's in the middle of the door, the door... Swings open, revealing a small cubby inside, in which hangs a ornate silver helmet, and uh, there is an inscription written above it, saying, "Please do not remove this helmet, or we shall have to kill you." Objects and mirror are closer than they appear. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> That's even better. No, uh, what does the inscription say, O oh, gracious moderator of games? I'm going to have Smack roll for his uh, Wisdom of the Ancients or whatever the hell that trade is that he used last time. Ooh, I don't think I had one, but I made a wild assumption that since I owned a big pen and a toilet float, that I would know these things. And so... <laughs> yeah, you had something you'd learned from your father about the uh, Shenzhen history. Yes, and, and things unfortunately, that. he didn't teach me to pick up a different die, <laughs> so I rolled a three again. <laughs> and that... That one just went well, uh, off. That's actually off. okay, because uh, I rolled and got less than you. So the inscription says, I bring life where there once was none. Ah. It's getting late, and the sunlight coming through the ceiling is beginning to fade as the sun is moving down toward the horizon. You want to grab that helmet and we can take it back and put it on... Uh... I would, my friend, but I'm holding the mirror in place. Oh, well, then I'll go over there and remove the uh, helmet. All right. You got it? Which is quite a feat, considering I have a sword and a I'm chainsaw. You're holding it in the other hand. Yes, I am. Yes. And just so I have a free hand, I put the helmet on. <laughs> you look ridiculous with the large silver helmet <laughs> carved upon your head. 
And a chainsaw sticking out of your arm. Yeah, gee, what would make me think that a helmet was made to be worn on one's head? You appear foolish but safe, my friend. That's right, and I prefer it that way. Uh, the safe part, I mean. I'm going to remove the mirror from the light. All right, as you do, that door slams shut again. The sun has moved out of the uh, range of the hole, and it has become quite dark in the room. Not so dark you can't see, but it's very dark now. I've got my eye on the sarcophagus, and I'm ready to win that mirror at whatever comes out of it. <laughs> yeah, because so far this has been too easy. There's got to be something... Yes, the, sarc- glass, the sarcophagus opens, the coffin opens, and a figure emerges dressed in black. We'll return after these messages. Before initiative rolls, which we're going to do, I would like a hyper-awareness rule from Mr. Bladestar. Eleven. Very good, very good. You notice, as the figure comes out of the coffin, that he is not reflected in the mirror being held by Chainmore. Oh, good grief. Sir, open your mouth, please. (laughs) (laughs) We have to check you for fangs. It's a law. (laughs) Initiative rules. Uh, six. Eleven. I rolled an eleven. Uh, what did you roll, uh, Blazer? I rolled. I rolled oh. a seven, and then that's uh, plus four, right? And I rolled a six total. Uh, well, which is it? what? Oh, wait a minute. I'm sorry. Okay, Chainmore got eleven total. Yes. Mm-hmm. And you got a six total. Yes. Six total. Six. Yes. Unfortunate. All right, um, Chainmore, you are <laughs> you are up first. I would like to grab hold of this creature, if possible, with the electric chain of justice, assuming it can be affected by my weaponry. All right. I get a sixteen total. You swing your chain of justice, and it captures the vampire. However, he easily breaks free of it with his vampiric strength. Aha! He is a vampire! (laughs) I wasn't aware that that was in question any longer, but apparently Bladestar appreciates the confirmation. Well, there could be any number of reasons why he wouldn't be reflected in a mirror. Vampire is only the most obvious. And I may not have had it pointed in his direction. He was sleeping in a coffin... And didn't rise until the sun went down. I think those are all pretty good indicators. Actually, I didn't even think about the sun one. But uh, as we've seen, there are many strange people who live in coffins. <laughs> all right. The vampire creature is hissing and burying his fangs and going for Blade Star. Oh, hell. I'm going to dodge. Let's see, that be f- 14. All right. The vampire lunges at you. Uh, you do successfully dodge out of the way as the vampire moves past you. He brushes up against the helmet and hisses in pain. Okay. Is it my move next? It is, yes. I take off the helmet and put it on his head. That would require agility. Yes, it would. And I rolled a very shitty roll, so I'm going to spend an oomph and re-roll this. For a slightly better roll, do I want to keep this roll or spend one more and re-roll? Oh, hell of it. I got a nine. The vampire easily dodges your attack and heads... Yeah, that's what I thought. ...toward Chainmore. 
You must not be allowed to escape. The vampire says in a strangely foreign accent. <laughs> Chainmoy, you're up again. Oh, and you, I'm sorry, I forgot to mention this before. Uh, Chainmoy, you do have one setback token for that failed attempt last time around. Oh, dear. Yes, and I assume I have one for the failed attempt this time yes. around. Do we have one? I wish to attack the vampire with the silver spear. Dun, dun, dun. To plunge the silver spear into his vitals. Uh, nimbus of nimbleness, I think. That would be, yes. <laughs> I rolled an eight. Well, actually, I rolled a three plus the five. That's an eight. What is it with these threes? Wine, wine, wine. Moan. Complain. My friend, you, you have four oomph, don't forget, because this would come in really handy right about now. And so he spends an oomph. <laughs> I only need to spend one, right? Or do I need two? Yeah, just Whatever. One. I spend an oomph to re-roll. And I go for the other die. Because, of course, switching die will make all the difference. <laughs> and, well, that's a little better. Yeah, a know, 12 total. I rolled a 7 plus the 5, a 12 total. All right, you manage in a brief struggle with the vampire to plunge the silver spear into the vampire's heart. He shrivels up and turns to dust and falls down dead at your feet. That will be satisfactory. <laughs> and That's sneezes. the sound of the vampire turning to dust. That's right. He sneezes, as he does. <laughs> Thus end all enemies of Shenzhen. Testify, brother. I did. <laughs> I would begin a rap song, but then we'd all shrivel up and turn into dust. <laughs> and rightly so. Yes, given that I have as much stake in it as you, I'm going to ask you to refrain. Are we ready in, to... In the uh, sense of not do it, uh, not the sense of a musical refrain. <laughs> I'm assuming. Yes, because by God, the last thing we need to do is turn this cartoon into a musical. I am elated by our current success, my friend, but I fear our danger is not yet over. There's something missing. Something's been missing all along. Uh. It needed you to save Valamir, and then for there to be a crash of thunder. Oh. There's something missing. Something's been missing all along. Valamir. <laughs> After these messages, we'll be right, right. <laughs> All right. Sorry, I'm not supposed to be screenwriting here. That's the GM's job. That's right. No second guessing. It ain't fair. Oh, I really hope Valdemir doesn't show up. He makes me so nervous. It would really suck. You're right. <laughs> uh, I have a game mechanic question here. If I remove the spear from the general area of where this vampire has crumbled into dust, it doesn't, like, reform or anything, right? I still get to keep the spear. Yeah, yes, if you'd like, you can keep the spear, yes. Uh, I'll hold on to the spear. It may come in handy. All right. You have the spear. The vampire remains dead as a doornail. Now that we have the helmet, my friend, I suggest we escape this castle, and perhaps we can use it. Perhaps we can use it to restore Shaylee. I agree. Let's beat a discreet retreat. Well done. Ha! <laughs> 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 All right, you leave that 
its chamber and head back into the courtyard where you will need to roll your agility and nibbleness rolls to get back across the makeshift bridge. Oh dear. Okay. Yeah. Who's going across first? For just one at a time. Uh, I'll try. Eleven total. Eleven total. All right. You make it successfully and safely across the bridge. Ten total. Ten total. You work your way across the bridge. You're halfway across. Oh. <laughs> when? Chain more? I would like a uh, glass ankle roll. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> oh, holy hell. All right. I rolled a natural 12 on the die. Coming from... <laughs> well, that's good or bad, but I yeah. rolled a 12. Coming from seemingly nowhere... What's his name? Squeaky, right? Squeaky McGlass Ankle. Squeaky McGlass Ankle scampers from uh, behind you and uh, runs up onto the bridge, which Bladestar is currently in the process of crossing. Not looking where he's going, he knocks the knees out from <laughs> Bladestar. <laughs> Squeaky, no! Bladestar uh, uh, begins to lose his balance. May I roll a chain of justice, grab him before he dies, roll? <laughs> yeah, go ahead. Anything you want Ooh. to try to do to assist this situation there, Bladestar? I was going to try and grab the tree well, as I pass by on the way down. <laughs> well, maybe you can do that if his chain goes badly. That's what I was waiting I actually rolled an 11, ah, so that I got right. 18 total. All right, you uh, swing your chain of justice, which snags Blade Star as he falls. It falls down with him, snags tight, and he slams into the side of the <laughs> chasm. <laughs> Every time I help this guy, he ends up with bruises. <laughs> yes, but I, at least I'm not dead. That so, is on the plus side, indeed. He's hanging down. There's a blade star shaped impression in the cliff. This is not Looney Tunes. <laughs> yeah, but the visual's great. This is uh, the old bungee jump right here. Uh, and I, of course, wish to haul him up while chastising Squeaky. Yeah, Squeaky, he most uh, obliviously just makes his way across the uh, bridge and disappears out of the castle again. Hopefully, out of sight for a while. And as I'm being hauled up, whether successfully or not, remains to be determined. But yes. uh, I mutter to myself, how does he always know where we are? <laughs> All right, what are you going to roll to ensure the hauling goes well? You, you still don't have any sort of strength thing. I think you needed that last time, too. I'm sorry, I need to roll to haul him up? up. Yeah. yeah. Okay. It's because he's a fat bastard. <laughs> I rolled an eight on the die. And there's no uh, trait that can go with I don't, it, I don't believe. I don't have any particular uh, might or strength, no. All I right, well, you managed to... Manage to just uh, barely hold him up. The uh, chain of justice narrowly avoids being cut into ribbons by the chainsaw, but it does avoid it. <laughs> <laughs> Only just. And you are now Oof. both safely on the uh, far side of the chasm once again. Ooh, you really saved my bacon, Smack. I confess, my friend Bladestar, that the reason he knows where we are is because I have a bit of bacon in my pocket. 
What is Squeaky McGlassankle? I, I tend to picture him as a cat. But I'm not he's sure. a dressed meerkat. Meerkat, that's right. That's right. Yes, he speaks as intelligent. He's a classic ALB. Annoying little bastard. Ah, uh, yes. Ding, 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 ding. <laughs> well done. Thank you, thank you. Is he any relation, by the way, to Timon? I'm, I'm ignorant of that. You've uh, never seen Lion King? I saw Lion King, the Disney movie Lion yeah, King. Yeah. Timon oh, was the meerkat ha- in Lion King that was always with the warthog. Oh. Timon and Pumbaa. Perhaps he looks like that. All right. Uh, you guys are on the far no side of the castle. It was intended with that. Yes, that's right. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. Don't mess with Disney, man. Yeah, pretty much. They'll come and get you. Don't mess with them. Indeed, we were on the other side of the chasm and regret ever having heard of Squeaky McClass Ankle, but right. seemed to be in one piece. <sighs> as well as the chain. Okay, so let's make our way back toward the um, tavern. Agreed. All right, you do. You climb over the truck. I'm not going to make you roll for all that again. Uh, you make it back to the tavern. You're there. <laughs> the inscription read, I bring life where there once was none. Oh, God. Yeah, but you know what? I don't know if any of us thought to bring the helmet back. They were still oh, wearing Oh, please! Oh, okay. <laughs> don't say that. <laughs> wow, that's one hell of a helmet, man. It survived being dangled above a ravine and stayed on my head despite the fact that it was much too big. They're made for such a thing. That's true. And vampires don't like them. Made well, it's made of thing. silver, remember. They made it that way just for the helm of it. Uh, uh, oh. Wow. Oh. <clears throat> this example of bad punmanship brought to you by me. Okay. Well, good. I'm just wearing the helmet then. <laughs> Come on, guys. You can talk to me. It's. How you doing? You feeling uh, alive? Can, how's, that working? how's that helmet thing working out for you so far? Is it good? Do you like it? Do you want to put a nice little maybe fur lining in it or some quilting or something? Maybe some decals? Yeah, look at the, fur, the fur lining sounds like a wonderful plan because it's really getting kind of itchy. You know, the dandruff really starts to act up. You know, your skin can't breathe under this thing. It's tragic. It really is. Maybe you can have it taken in a little more form-fitting than it is right now. You there know. you go. No offense is meant to Jews across America. Or you could... <laughs> <laughs> I think my mother would probably... Uh, <laughs> my mother would probably stand behind me and saying, no, you're doing it wrong. <laughs> At any rate... Uh, Blade Star. Yes, sir. Would you like to test the power of this helmet? I would indeed. On this stone figure in the tavern? Yeah, are we back at. Yeah, I'm sorry. I assumed we were back there already. Yeah, you're, yeah, you're back at the tavern. Okay. Oh, okay. I take the helmet and put it on top of Shaylee's stone head. <laughs> As I don't know why that sounds funny to me. Yeah, I, I, I realize after. Uh, shut up. <laughs> Shaylee becomes animated again, but. Remains out She of was animated to begin with. We're all animated. Wow. She, oh. 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 Uh, however, she's still like I said, made no more. of stone and in a gravelly voice. Oh, wow. She, she speaks. I'm looking for my mistress. What? What has happened? <laughs> Why do I sound so strange? Why do you sound so much like Yoda? 
Actually, not so much once you said strange, but up until that point. <laughs> she looks around bewildered, her stone eyes moving between you both. Well, Shaylee, I'm really sorry to tell you this. We found some herbs in the tavern. You ate them, and you've been stoned ever since. No mercy. No mercy. (laughs) (laughs) He's been waiting. Uh, He's been saving that up all session. We are to be spared nothing. (laughs) I thought it was the vampire who was spared. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. You no, he was me. not spared. He was speared. All right, that was good. I'll admit that. Was good. <laughs> you were bitten by a creature of evil, Shaylee, and it turned you to stone. This helmet has magical properties, which brings you partially back to life, but perhaps you know a clue. Perhaps you can tell us how to cure you completely. I have no idea. Then we must continue our search. Can you walk? I can. And she walks. Really, a hyper-awareness role, Mr. Bladestar. Oh, must I? You must, yes. <laughs> uh, I rolled a one. Oh, dear. Uh, I'm not sure what to do with that. Uh, you, you know what? I'm just going to say you you don't notice anything. You don't notice a damn thing. <laughs> Why don't you give it a shot there? Uh, yeah. <laughs> smack. Now, who had the herbs? Wait a minute. <laughs> yeah, right. pretty much. I... <laughs> there it is again. Three. Right, yeah, it's three. Am I data giving myself a clue here? Well, uh, that's good enough, because this wasn't something that needed a huge roll, but it needed something better than a one. Okay. You notice that, that as she walks, everything beneath her feet, and the debris that's here in the tavern and such, is being crushed into a fine powder. Oh, my. Ladies and gentlemen, I give you... Benita Grimm. Wow. Yeah. I'm I'm feeling very dense. Otherwise known as The Thing. Ah. What do we do now? Fantastic. In her gravelly voice that is also strangely foreign. And strangely Peter (laughs) Laurie-esque. (laughs) <laughs> Take great care with your stepsister. <laughs> I've got to find my mistress. I can't do this without a drink, Johnny. My old right. flame. I can't even think of her name. Okay, before we digress any further than we already have. I think I just made myself congested trying to do that. <laughs> <laughs> Take great care with your step, Shaylee. Be careful that you don't fall through the floor. You seem to weigh a great deal more than you normally do. Okay. Well. <laughs> uh, are we exiting the tavern? Well, if we don't, it's going to come crushing down around us, it sounds like. So, yes. But I'm keeping very clear of Shaylee so as not to be stepped on. <laughs> All right. You exit the tavern. I need another hyper-awareness roll from Bladestar. Hopefully a, a better one. <laughs> I rolled a two, which makes it a seven. Okay, that's acceptable. That's good enough. I just think it's funny that I was like, please don't roll another one. And the dice said, okay. How about oh. a two? Yeah, exactly. As you exit the tavern, the crow that you saw earlier takes flight, winging off into the distance, 
with the definite air of a minion off to report back to his master. Dun, dun, and that dun. is the end of that episode. In that episode of Captive Souls... Yes, yes, yeah. we're doing... Hang on, hang on, yes, we need to set it up here. Remember, once again, this is oh, the that's moral, right. moral of the story for extra pops. Because i got to have my pops. <laughs> Never gets old for me. I'm sorry, it just doesn't. All right, uh, so both of you speak. Explain what the morals of today's stories were, and the more entertaining it is, the more pops you will be awarded. Today, kids, we had to deal with the fact that Shaylee was essentially stoned. And based on the consequences of that fact for her, I think it's very clear that no matter what anyone says to you, what anyone may offer, no matter how tempting it may be... Because we all know rat bites are very tempting. You should never allow yourself to get stoned. It could end up being a really heavy scene. And it should not be high on your list of priorities. That all we got? <laughs> yeah, pretty much. I got nothing. I'm tapped out. That, that bit. <laughs> it did. I, I am the first to agree with you, sir. I was just grasping at I straws. I, I all right, we're going to give you guys each two pops, I guess, for that. And, uh, <laughs> that's, and, a and another... that's about all we deserve for this adventure, seriously. Yeah. yeah. Wow. All right. Uh, the adventure generally went pretty well. Yeah. Yeah. What did you think uh, overall? Uh, give me some feedback here for for next week's installment. It was good. I think it would be fun if we actually ran into some, you know, people. Are there anyone living on Zim? I mean, that's the only inhabitable planet around, isn't it? Yes, I remember it was largely ravaged by Valamir, which is why he got stranded here. If there were any other inhabitants aside from Knights of Shinseen and Valamir. It's going to be people like Shaylee and Fantran. You will run into more of them, but there aren't really any normal inhabitants that anyone is aware of currently. Ah, a very strange and magical beings. A sparsely um, populated planet. Yeah, as far as figures and enemies to fight go, skeletons and vampires, I'm down with that. Anytime. Yeah, there you go. Anytime, that was fine. I did have a question, though, that springs from the story origin, and it's a kind of general overall game thing. Bladestar and Smack Chainmore are descendants of the original Knights of Shenseen. It was mentioned in episode one that we are the last two. I was wondering, is that actually true, or could it actually be possible that there are other Knights of Shenseen that we just don't know about? It is possible, yes. Good. That's all I needed to know. I missed that part. So from what the two of you have said, I should be playing him slightly differently, because basically what you're telling me is, I've been able to hang out really with no one other than this guy. (laughs) And if that doesn't define hell, I don't know what does. (laughs) I'm assuming oh, that... I'm in an induced, created hell. And now I have more reason than ever to be pissed at Velomir because not only did he make me into a cybernetic freak, but he also has doomed me to having to endure constant Boy Scout messages and... <laughs> 
We haven't really worked out a lot of backstory for your characters so much, but I, I was assuming that there probably, throughout the course of your lives, were other knights who have either gone their separate ways or have been disposed of by Valamir over the course okay. of your lifetime. So the last two is really just so far as they know at the present time. Right. Okay, so first primary goal, of course, is to stop Valamir. Secondary goal is to pick up some girls wherever and however we can. <laughs> Which may or may or, not uh, appear doesn't have to appear in the cartoon, but just something, because, yeah, boy. <laughs> and I hasten to add that it's no picnic for Smack, either. I didn't mean to suggest that my character is the only one who's having hell visited upon him and gets a bowl of cherries for... We suffer nobly. That's right, because we're knights. We're noble sufferers. <laughs> Very nice. Now, the other question, this is somewhat out of the norm for a lot of the 80s shows, except for maybe Masters, but I am tending to um, let things that occur in one episode play into the next, like the silver spear that you were carrying around. Had been intended since day one for this guy. Cool. I'm assuming that's the plus, yes? Yes. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. All right. That's uh, that's one of the best things to do in any kind of story arc is to preset stuff like that. It's great. Right, yeah, mostly in the 80s, retro tunes like that, like Thundercats and whatever, they didn't do that. Masters actually did that much more so than most shows back then. Even that was fairly limited, though, so I am just... Uh... Don't want to completely break the spirit of the retro tunes. Well, no, see, it's the, the executives who started Captive Souls decided to do an experiment. And there are shows that did do that. The premiere of G.I. Joe was a five-part story arc, so right. there is precedent. All right, well, very good, then. Cool. Very good. We, uh, we finished a little early, but not too much early. No worries there. Yeah. No worries there. I will attempt to quit cutting you off so much. I, I know Anna was joking, but it probably does get a little annoying, and I didn't realize <laughs> I, I was doing it half as I, much as I was. I uh, do it, too. I'm sorry. It's just... No. no, it's fine. I mean, the point is to have fun, and we certainly are. Yes. Just so. me acting up for company. And did you like <laughs> the puzzles in this particular adventure? Yes. Once we got going, for a while, I was like, what are we supposed to do here? <laughs> I like them especially because I was able to solve them. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> If, if I, I was, was a little worried about the whole thing with the door and the lens and the skull and the mirror. And, you know, I was really concerned that that wasn't going to go well. Or you guys weren't going to take the stuff you needed and I was going to have to improvise. But, but you took the items you needed and you used them appropriately. I was impressed. I played Zork. I, uh, <laughs> oh, God. That's been a large part of Eric and mine's conversation <laughs> today is the old Infocom games. I never did figure out what you're supposed to do with that big steel bar or the tube of viscous material. You know, for the premier most popular game, I always thought Zork was kind of boring. Other Infocom games were so much better. I never got far enough in it to really make a determination because I couldn't get past that point. <laughs> the high point for me was smashing the cage with the chess set in it or smashing the chess set or something. Uh, uh, there was some point where you actually get to play a barbarian-type caveman, low-intellect, whatever with a puzzle in front of him, and he smashes it to get to... <laughs> Rather than figure out the right move to trigger the switch or whatever, he just smashes the crap out of it and takes what he wants. Uh, That's cool. That's cool. Yeah, my favorite thing about Infocom was not only did you need to solve the puzzle, but you needed to figure out how to phrase your solution in such a way that it actually made sense to the computer. Zork was an early one. The later ones got much, much better at understanding a whole lot more... And, I mean, that's even been taken quite a bit further in the more recent Z-Machine games. I don't know the word screw you and your mother, too. <laughs> <laughs> Which is what I 
used to do after about the sixth attempt at yeah well you know what you know what's great now is uh because i've been playing the newer ones the last few days it's great when you do get frustrated and you type something like that a lot of them now the response is adventurers should not be using such language (laughs) (laughs) i think it's great it cracked me up if i ever make one of those i'm going to have the response be oh yeah well back at you and i still don't understand what you were trying to tell me yeah (laughs) yeah I've been playing a lot of those old text adventure games lately, because they continue to make them. There's a thriving community of people making them now, and there's a new version of the language that you write them in that lets you develop the entire game basically as if you're writing a novel or a story or whatever. It's all basically in plain English, and the computer interprets it, if you've written it correctly, and turns it into the game, which is very cool. There's an automatic text parser out there. Pretty much. That's pretty something much I was it. looking for desperately 16 years ago. <laughs> I guess I had to wait a while, huh? <laughs> yeah. yeah, you might want to check it out. Inform-fiction.org. Inform-fiction.org. Oh, no. And I, and, uh, I, I plan on... Yeah, I'm planning on writing some games for it. And there's lots of games out there. If you go to if-archive.org... Tons and tons and tons of interactive fiction games available there for free. Very cool. You need an interpreter, like a little program that you feed the games into to play. Uh, Z-Machine interpreter. I don't know, are you Windows or Mac? What do you use? Uh, Windows machine. Okay, so um, probably the one you'd want is called WinFrots, which you can also get at that website, that if-archive.org. It's W-I-N-F-R-O-T-Z. Alrighty. Frots was one of the spells that you could cast in a lot of those Infocom games. <laughs> but anyway, that's what you need to run the games in. Basically, you download the games, you open them with that program, and it lets you play the game. And it's quite fun to relive those. And there's tons of new ones by other people in that uh, IF archive. And then you can make your own with Inform, <laughs> which I plan on doing. That sounds extremely slick. Yeah, it's up on that website. There's a manual that you can read if you want before you download the stuff to do it. But it lays it all out for you, and it is so simple. As long as you know, you know, basically, basically, it's written out just exactly like this. You would write something hmm. like, The kitchen is a room. To the east of the kitchen is the dining room. <laughs> That's how you write it, and it figures out what you wanted and puts it together for you. It's quite impressive. I think the last extremely commercially popular text input and response uh, game that I played anyway were, were uh, the early Leisure Suit Larry games and probably uh, a couple of the uh, Sierra games. And then they switched over to the strictly, Doggy, stop whining. <laughs> and then they switched over to the point and click. And I, I remember thinking to myself, it's the end of reading. Nobody's going to know anything anymore. This is so ignorant. I hate it. Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> Yeah, there's a lot of the interactive fiction still out there, so yeah, it's very cool. There is a company making commercial interactive fiction as well, which is called, I think it's pronounced Melanchi, and I don't remember how to spell it now, but I'll dig it up if you're interested that you could buy uh, interactive fiction from them as well. So. You're just telling me about this now? I told you about it earlier today. They've been around for a couple of years. I've never actually bought anything from them. But I don't remember you mentioning Melanchi, but that's okay. Because um, I was I thinking... I don't think I told you the name. I just said there's a company making oh. Oh, okay. interactive fiction. Yeah, because that that would be the problem. That would be the the way to solve the problem you, we were talking about. Where in the IF archive, you don't know what you're getting, and you don't know if it's even going to be solvable. Yeah, but usually they are. I mean, most of them are okay, and you usually find out quickly if the game sucks, and you move on to the next one. 
I think the best one, and I, I haven't been able to find it yet. It's in there somewhere. I downloaded it years ago and don't have a copy anymore. My, my favorite one was there was a game where you played a detective or something to that effect, and it was put together by, like, a 10-year-old. It was absolutely horrible. Everything was misspelled <laughs> everywhere. None of the directions made sense. If you went, like, you know, north from the uh, kitchen, you went in the living room, and then if you went south, you ended up in the bathroom. And it just, But east of there was the kitchen again. It made absolutely no sense. And uh, so somebody went and recreated the game for the Z-Machine interpreters, like Winfrots and such. But added on top of that was the Mystery Science Theater guys making fun of the game as you were playing. (laughs) I remember that. It It was awesome. It was absolutely hilariously funny. (laughs) Because they're saying all the stuff you're thinking when you're trying to get through it. (laughs) <laughs> about how retarded the whole thing was. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. MST3K commentary. What a weird synthesis. <laughs> MST3K commentary on a text adventure. <laughs> yeah. It's great. It absolutely Only awesome. in this universe. That's right. What happened to me again? It happened again. I'm not in the list. But you're here. But I'm here. It's <laughs> Conference 3. Eric, Lion Court, no animal. What the hell? <laughs> This happened last time. Okay, let me see. Uh, I'm looking at the conference list. panel, and I'm not in there. In my Weird. list, I see. I don't know why I just had a romper room moment there. <laughs> okay, let's see. We in have... my list, in the magic mirror, I see Anim and Josh. That actually was the alternative way to handle the vampire this evening, is to hold up the mirror and say, Rumper Bumper, Stumper Woo! woo. Oh, God! Oh! Oh! Okay, let's see. Oh! That disturbs me greatly, sir, that you remember the actual (laughs) magic words. Weirdly. (laughs) Weirdly. I don't know that I'd be impressed or run away, or both. There is no anim in my Skype call list, either. It's just me and Eric. <laughs> okay, hang on. I gotta check this. It's very strange. Welcome to the castle, Skype. It's in in the call. And window. strangely enough, you're in, Mike. Is he? Wait, let me make sure. I'll. I'll I was interacting with the. With you have to interact with the scroll area. That's where everybody's listed. In, in the call window. Oh, here we go. I am host. Yep, he's in there. <laughs> Very strange. Strange. Very strange. All right. Well, I am pleased that you enjoyed the uh, second episode of Captive Souls. I I kind of like the fact that this has got an ongoing story, but each session is basically an episode. It kind of works. Yeah, it works out great. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Good game. Yes, excellent. Absolutely excellent game. Absolutely. Are we we okay for a week from tonight again? I believe so. All right, cool. It will be the 10th. 10th of May. March. No? March. Wow. 10th of March. Yeah, yeah, if if it's 10th of May, we're going on hiatus. <laughs> <laughs> Not enough viewers. They're putting us on hiatus. <laughs> yeah. All right, gentlemen. I guess we call it 15 early, and that's fine, too. Yep. Yep. I let these dogs out of my office so that they stop whining incessantly. <laughs> and... <laughs> Pour myself a fresh cup of coffee. Thank you very much again, Josh. That was excellent. Oh, thank you. Uh, I'm glad you enjoyed it. 
Thank you, Eric. I'm glad my character didn't didn't beat up your character. I'm trying to help it all night. <laughs> yeah, I we I went through the whole thing and only got one setback token, so I think that's pretty good. Uh, yeah, me too. Yeah. yeah, you guys did well in the battles this time, much better than you did last time. Oh hell yeah, three skeletons and a vampire. Right, dig it. Yeah, that was awesome. And a rat. And a, a rat. rat. And a chasm. Although the chasm didn't move much. Yeah. <laughs> and a truck. And a Which truck, also didn't right. move much, ironically. That truck's ass. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You guys have an excellent rest of the evening. All right. You too. You too. Talk to you guys later. Uh, All right. Take it easy then. All right. See you. Bye-bye. And there you have it. That was Captive Souls Episode 3. I'd like to thank Lion Court and Adam 5 for gaming with me back in 2009. And I'd like to thank you for listening to these rebroadcasts or repodcasts or whatever term you wish to use. I hope you're enjoying them as much as we did when we played them. I'll try to post episode four later this week. I'm thinking Friday, but as uh, we've discovered, my saying <laughs> deadlines on these things is like spitting in the wind. It comes back to bite you. So, until next we meet, I would like to remind you that we have forums and we have uh, places to put your feedback, which we encourage you to uh, supply. So, go on over to mtmjetpack.com and check out the forums or comment on the blog and we look forward to hearing from you. So until next time, this is Blind Geek thanking you for listening once again and reminding you that your imagination is just like a jetpack. You've got to keep it fired up and always let it soar.